Namaste and welcome to the River of Wisdom podcast, a podcast that brings to you the ancient Vedic tradition which reveals that you are pure being having a human experience. I'm your guide by the side, Swamini V. Let us flow, you and I, on the banks of the River of Wisdom. Most of us who have listened to spiritual discourses have an imagined disease. I call it imagined because we have diagnosed ourselves based on some symptoms. We gravely announce, you know, I'm very attached to my son. I have to learn to detach. Or, the only problem in my life is my attachment to my partner cannot imagine my life without him or her. I must have detachment. How to practice detachment is a question often asked. So let me clarify a few things. 1. You can detach only if you are attached. It is likely that you are not one of the Siamese twins to be detached. It is absolutely certain that you are not a train for an engine to be attached to you. You are definitely not a computer attachment to be detached, nor are you any property to be attached. So, physical attachment and hence detachment is out. We will always have physical dependence as long as we are alive. What I mean by that is, All of us are sustained by the five elements, space, air, water, fire and earth. We are sustained by the space that accommodates us. The air that we breathe keeps us energized. Water is the biggest component in the body. The heat of fire maintains our body temperature. And of course, earth in the form of the carrots and the pumpkins and the nuts and the grains nourish us. As long as the body is alive on a moment-to-moment basis, we cannot avoid physical dependence. Our relationship with the elements is that of dependence or rather interdependence. 3. What you call emotional attachment is emotional dependence. A dependence on people and things to feel validated, accepted, loved and supported. Just as our body depends on the elements, we depend on an ecosystem of people. The truth is, we enjoy relating. We enjoy connecting. We enjoy being dependable. We enjoy feeling significant. We matter in some people's lives And that matters very much to us. If we were not there, we hope we would be missed. We enjoy being dependent on others. We feel close and connected. This emotional attachment seems like a really wonderful thing to have. What's wrong with it? Looks like there is interdependence. I depend on my family. My family depends on me, I depend on my work and the team and they depend on me. What's wrong with that? So, 
Why would anyone want to detach or become emotionally independent? Point 4. All talk about detachment begins when we have experienced hurt, when there is excessive dependence. This is a bit like being in an ICU, an intensive care unit in the hospital, with many tubes sticking into your body. There is a tube for breathing, a web of intravenous lines, a tube for feeding, sometimes a tube in the stomach, sometimes there is a syringe pump, there is a catheter as well, and some other things for monitoring of the body functions. All these tubes are required for the survival of the patient. If there is excessive emotional dependence on a person or people, it is a bit like being in a physically critical state, requiring constant nourishing, nurturing, monitoring all the time. As long as the nurturing is available, no problem. It is when the nurturing, the love, the support and the acceptance become inconsistent or start reducing, we panic, we feel hurt, we withdraw, we argue, we fight, we accuse because the object of our affection is no longer dependable. We hate it because we have become invisible, invisible for the person. How dare this happen? And then, as hurt children, we say, All this hurt I have is because I was emotionally dependent on them. Enough is enough. I am no longer going to be dependent on anyone. I don't know about you, but I have said this many, many times in my younger days. So, the question still is, how to be emotionally independent? Because we care for the person, we want to continue relating, how to depend, be dependable and still not get hurt or depressed. Is there a calibration meter so that I can adjust my level of intensity? What to do? Well, I want to be loved because I want to believe that I am lovable. I want to be accepted because I want to believe that I am acceptable. I want to be appreciated because I want to believe that I am unique and powerful and have wonderful qualities. I want to be blessed because I want to believe that I am worthy of abundance. We don't see this truth about ourselves and so it is easy for us to excessively depend on people who help us believe that indeed we are unique, worthy, acceptable and lovable. The frustrating thing is, they are not consistent and neither are we. So what to do? The truth is, there is a powerful being who is holding us very close, so close that it is difficult to say where we end and where he begins. There is a being that is available to us every moment, who is always there for us consistently. There is a being who makes countless resources available to us. 
a being who is the wind beneath our wings and also the air that we breathe a being who puts a spring in your step in fact is the very ground that you walk on there is a being who allows you to grow at your own pace who is always embracing you even while you resist this being is guiding you prompting you encouraging you all the time the being has different laws in the form of matter and energy that sustain your very life the being's laws of karma are impartial and always offer results the fragrance of this being is present through all your emotions thoughts and desires the touch of this being is present all over your body in the form of your skin on your part you may not understand this being in fact you don't trust often misunderstand make accusations pretty much ignore this being and do not offer your own understanding but this being is always there watching over you even when you sleep most non demanding ever accepting never once does this being take even a bathroom break if this is not love what is if this is not acceptance what is if this is not appreciation what is if this is not respect what is in opening our eyes our minds our hearts to the love respect acceptance and appreciation shown by ishwara to us something changes i begin to see that indeed i am acceptable indeed i am strong and worthy indeed i am lovable indeed i am unique and powerful beyond measure not just sometimes i am always strong always worthy always lovable always acceptable always powerful bhagwan krishna in the bhagavad gita declares something similar ananyas chintayanto mam ye janav paryupasate तेषां नित्याभियुक्तानां frustration with people's inconsistency reduces it is a healthy interdependence and that is fine ishwara manifests as different people and different situations just so that we can all learn and grow i have the power to share what i need and accept what they offer i feel free to give more because there is so much to give i feel free to do more because the earlier conditions don't bind me my whole life is a gift a blessing i am ever in the lap of ishwara 
ever embraced, ever blessed. You matter. Your life matters. What you do with your life matters. Thanks for listening. If you found this episode helpful, do share it with someone like you. For any questions or requests or observations, do write to me at swaminiji at discoveratma.com and I will respond. Thanks for listening and see you next week.